name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. Morning. Welcome to all, especially those visiting today. We remember on Good Friday, um, Jesus said in our reading of John's Gospel, I came into the world to bear witness to the truth. And then again he said, everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. And then Pilate uttered his famous response, what is truth? This um, theme is picked up again, this theme of truth in our lessons today. Jesus calls the Holy Spirit the spirit of truth. And he says the spirit will confront the world of its sin and lead those who believe in him into, quote, all truth. That means that essentially that encounter we saw between Jesus and Pilate is extended out into the world through the presence of God's Spirit in the church. The church incarnating through the Spirit, the truth, the world responding in the various ways we see in that Good Friday narrative. The epistle talks about the word of truth. St. James says that we should receive the word of truth. And the word of truth and the spirit of truth, I think, are connected. We can best understand the connection by looking back at the creation. God creates by his word through the spirit. God spoke in the beginning, and the spirit moved over the waters and brought the creation, brought what God spoke to pass by the power of the spirit. I think this is the way it works in our lives. When we receive God's word, we say yes, we surrender to God repent. God's Spirit comes to us and refashions us, remakes us according to the pattern, the command given by God's Word. The Holy Spirit leads us into all truth, and I think we can understand the truth into which the Holy Spirit leads us in two general categories. There is the truth about God, and then there is the truth about ourselves. The truth about God is revealed in, in the Bible, and it's clarified for us, or, or, or we, we get the, the, the right standard for the <coughs> revelation to the tradition of the church. And we can understand this with regard to the promise of the gospel. Jesus promised the Spirit would lead you into all truth, you as the entire people of God, not one person is distinct to someone else. So... We might think, I'm reading the Bible, I, I feel I'm being led into this truth. But if this truth I'm feeling led into is in conflict with the truth the Holy Spirit has led all other Christians throughout all ages into, we know the spirit that's leading us is not the spirit of truth. So the tradition of the church is that common consensus about the scriptures and, and the meaning therein. We have those who try in our creed, doctrine of the Trinity, the divinity and humanity of Christ. These are things that we, we receive the truth of God, and the Spirit gives us understanding of that. The Spirit also leads us into the truth about ourselves. So one thing, the first thing we understand ourselves is it confronts our sin. The Holy Spirit convicts us of sin, leads us to repentance and forgiveness. The Holy Spirit also makes us aware of ourselves more, what we've been through in life, our 
our wounds, our regrets, brings to light the things that we like to hide in darkness. And here, the truth that we learn about God brings these things we learn about ourselves into a new life. We can handle them because we know through God's truth we're forgiven for our sins. We can face difficult past things we've been through because we know God through His Spirit works in our lives to bring His new creation out of our chaos. And so the truth about God leads us to accept and work through the truth about ourselves so that we are changed into <coughs> Now, there Now, there is this phenomenon whereby we can try to use the external truth about God as a way of shielding ourselves from the internal truth about ourselves. This happens frequently among those who do not believe. People will say, I don't believe that Jesus is the Son of God. They say that not because they think it's intellectually implausible to believe that Jesus is the Son of God, but this is autobiographical, so I don't know why he did this. He did this because if I say I accept that Jesus is the Son of God, then I have to accept the claim that the Son of God has in my life. If he really is to die, then I've got to do what he, has, what he tells me to do, which means change. So the easy way out of that is to say, well, I don't believe that. Religious people also do this. They will focus on minor points of theology excessively. Because it's easier to argue excessively about some minor theological point or to focus on all the ways the world out there isn't doing what God wants. And this deflects from my need to look in the mirror and work on my own interior life. St. James tells us to receive with meekness the engrafted word, which means to receive the truth about God that we receive through the Bible and the tradition, and also to face and work through the truth about ourselves the Holy Spirit reveals. And it's possible it's possible to, to accept this truth on one level, but not fully put into practice on another level. It's possible to say we believe these truths about God, but not allow those truths to impact our whole lives. This is, in fact, I think, the epidemic of faith in our culture. Most people's faith works from the neck up. They have a series of doctrines they believe, but it they may not have experienced the forgiveness in their lives, but they believe in their head. We talk about new creation, but people don't experience it. It's also possible to say we believe these truths in our head, but to live in such a way that we constantly compromise the truth in order to achieve some happiness or success in some temporal situation. We must be aware of the work of the spirit of truth in our lives is, in fact, a gradual conquest. As we live this life of prayer in the community of the church, the sacramental grace of God, the spirit of truth reveals to us more and more the truth about God. 
and as we're open more and more the truth about ourselves. And this is how we're changed. Our role in this process is to grow in our faith. And our faith is our surrender. Our faith is our Stop, we stop fighting with God. We receive what he says. We allow him to do his work rather than struggling against what he wants to do in our lives. We receive with meekness the engrafted word, the truth about God, the truth about ourselves. And this leads us, in the words of the confirmation prayer, to daily increase in the Holy Spirit more and more until we come to God's everlasting Amen. Thine, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory.